Um, I, I think the first thing to think about is if, if you're a freelancer or if you're a developer, you know, you know how to help a merchant build their homepage and, and build, you know, uh, that backend and build a frame. There's a lot of things you know how to do. I, I would imagine that not a lot of people know, you know, about logistics and shipping. So that's the first thing, right? You start with something that's complex for you. How are you going to help, you know, your, your customer um, figure it out, understanding if you're not really a, a subject matter expert? Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Do the Woo, the WooCommerce Builder Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by A2 Hosting, where speed and security is priority for 24-7 for all your clients' Woo shops. Tell you more about A2 Hosting later in the show, but today Ronald is kicking off his new series where we bring in Wilson from SendCloud. In these shows, we will be doing more of a deep dive into the products, what they bring to you as builders, and to the ecosystem. So let's get right into it. Hello, everyone. It's Ronald here from Doodawoo, and I'm talking to Wilson from SandCloud. How are you? Hey, Ronald. Thanks for having me on the show. Super excited to be here. Uh, I'm doing great. Calling in from sunny Switzerland this morning, and uh, happy to uh, be talking to you. Great. I'm so happy to speak to you. Um, this episode is to discover, uncover uh, SandCloud and what it means to be part of a, of a bigger ecosystem. So first of all, what is SandCloud? So SendCloud is, uh, is quite simply a shipping automation platform. And looking at what we do in a nutshell is uh, we make shipping easy for e-commerce merchants. Uh, shipping traditionally is something that's complicated for merchants. You're good at uh, making your product. You're good at uh, creating your product. You're good at uh, doing the design, the, creativ- the creativity, everything that goes into actually making a product. As well as a lot of other things, we do know that e-commerce is complex. And, and one of those complexities is really shipping. How do you get your products to the consumer? SendCloud is here to, to help you with that uh, by automating your, your shipping. And what that essentially means is that by plugging your shop through WooCommerce to SendCloud, SendCloud, you get access to uh, 80 plus carriers uh, using our API. So everything from DHL to FedEx to Deutsche Post, um, so uh, international shipping methods as well as local shipping methods. Okay, so if we uh, unpack that journey a little bit, so uh, WooCommerce has their own shipping rules set up, which works, and you you can set up like if it's over a certain weight, you charge a little bit more, and etc. So you have these bands uh, as well as free shipping. Um, at what point does it become too complicated and an automation? makes a lot more sense. Well, I think uh, there's a lot that you can do inside your panel. Uh, you know, you can follow some simple guidelines in terms of uh, where you're based, uh, where your customers are based, uh, where you want to ship, uh, with what carriers. But essentially, even as I'm speaking about this, I already introduced this element of complexity. Are you aware of uh, all the markets in which your consumers are present? Are you aware that typically um, consumers in Italy like to pay with cash on delivery? Uh, are you aware that French consumers love to go to what they call a point relais? Uh, so um, uh, a deposit point where you can drop off and pick up um, your, your, your packages. Uh, so there's a lot of those complexities that are related to the nature of logistics and, and preferences of consumers. And essentially plugging into SendCloud's 
um, allows you to break down that complexity by having access to all the carriers, by being able to enable them at the click of the button, by having access to the diversity of options that, that consumers want, and by having SunCloud as a thought leader in the space kind of guide you to um, where you should go and what you should be doing in order to make, uh, to make shipping easier uh, for you as a merchant and, uh, and the consumer experience better as a result. Yeah. So um, if you integrate SunCloud, uh, the, these options appear depending on where the customer is from. So if I'm French, I order from France, I get very different options than uh, if I bought something from the US. Correct. Once you've connected your WooCommerce shop with SendCloud, you go into your panel and, and it's super simple then to do that, right? Activating a carrier, uh, being guided to activate um, point relais, so deposit points for, for France, uh, cash on delivery for Italy, uh, more local carriers for Italy, uh, DHL for Germany. So all of that becomes super intuitive and super simple once you're in the in the SendCloud panel and the SendCloud admin. Yeah. Okay, so we... we... In, in short, figure out that this is a great solution for a merchant. You know, they, they can plug that in and it all does it. It's on autopilot. You you know you're not going to be under, underpaid for your packing or the cost for your um, uh, postage, sorry. I'll, I'll speak to that for a second, Ronald, because that, that's actually a good seek into, into the main point. I think, you know, we often tend to forget that the biggest drop-offs in e-commerce come for two reasons. Um, your payment method is, the, the payment method you want is not offered uh, and the shipping method you want is not offered and shipping isn't fast enough, etc. So, if you can fix those two things in your shop, uh, in your back end, uh, and then, you know, in the front end, you know, with nice UI, nice UX and good options show um, solutions that are, that are palpable, that are easy to consumers, your conversion skyrockets, right? So um, payment is the first one, as I mentioned, and, and shipping is really the second one, right? You want, uh, you want shipping that, that shows up fast. You want shipping that's relevant to the markets, um, you know, in which your consumers are, are uh, asking for the shipping to be done from. You want the right shipping options. You want the right times. Uh, you, you want the right payment options for your shipping. Uh, are you going to pay for returns? Uh, is a CO2 surcharge going to be included? Uh, peak surcharge, et cetera, et cetera. So it's super important for consumers to have that. Uh, and that's really a, a massive complexity in e-commerce and a massive reason for which consumers simply drop off at the checkout. So if you can solve these two things, uh, which we think we really do well with SendCloud, um, happy merchants and, and you know, uh, happy consumers and consumers that you know, come and, and become repeat customers as well. You named a whole list of, of features and, and important parts of that user journey. I just want to touch on two things. Uh, one is free shipping and also returns, because I know those two are big levers for a conversion. Um, first, free shipping. I mean, you, you, you see it everywhere. It's like free shipping increases conversion. How important is it? And what's maybe one or two, three points of advice for a merchant? Like at what point would you offer that? Is that after, I don't know, 50 euros or $50? Or, I don't know, what's your take on it? Well, I think it's super important, first of all, to remember that there really is, I mean, free shipping is, is very good marketing, but something that we've forgotten and some as a consumer, we've been given in a way bad habits by the big platforms. We know consumers hooked on free shipping. Uh, it's fantastic on marketing, but somewhere, someone always pays for the shipping, right? So if you as the consumer, you're not paying for shipping, it means that the merchant is taking in on themselves, probably because they've got enough volume and they negotiate, you know, with big um, carriers or with big shipping companies, and they essentially decide to take it on themselves. So I think the advice for merchants really is 
find that sweet spot, um, understand what the psychological levels are uh, in terms of, you know, the value of your goods, uh, the average value of your cart. And I think really try to understand where free shipping becomes a, a must or level beyond which your consumers really expect you as a merchant if you've got, let's say, uh, a card that's above $120 or 120 euros, uh, you know, and they're like, okay, I've spent quite a bit of money here on your product, so it would be nice to get free shipping. So I think understanding that as, as a merchant and, you know, uh, is is super important. And typically, you know, we help merchants figure that out as well. And that's certainly something that they can, you know, do through the uh, through the SendCloud um, uh, platform. The second one, returns, is, is, is a really interesting question. Uh, I think what's very important is, is to see that now with all the dynamics um, in the market, uh, inflation going up, fuel costs going up. Uh, it's becoming increasingly costly for merchants and especially with merchants where there are a lot of returns. So look at fashion, uh, look at beauty, look at cosmetics, electronics, who got a lot of returns. It's becoming more costly for them to actually process these returns uh, for free. So increasingly that cost is being passed on to the consumer. Um, and that's something that, uh, you know, we, we saw coming at SendCloud. And as a result, we did a product partnership with a one of our favorite partners, Molly, the uh, payment service companies out of uh, out of the Netherlands, just like us, uh, to build a, a payment uh, um, or rather return portals. We have a, a return product, of course, as well, SendCloud, but uh, to build an easy um, paid returns portal uh, that allows merchants to actually charge the end consumer uh, for those returns. Uh, but this entire world of free shipping and free returns is changing very fast uh, due to the dynamics that we're seeing ma- micro as well as macroeconomic realities. It's interesting how, uh, as you, as as a merchant, you you you're so focused on the on the homepage, and as you get more customers and worry about conversion, about marketing, and bringing more more users, that you know shipping and uh, returns sometimes can be a little bit of an afterthought. But planning that well in advance and calculating that cost and working out what your competition does, and you know you mentioned already these are sometimes the, the big tech companies that are playing a massive role in. Uh, competing against you that trying to match or even improve on that um, makes a lot of sense to take that into account and to your point you know ronald it's if you're a small merchant you have to accept that it's difficult to compete with you know the mega platforms and 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 you know the mega shops and the mega malls but i think anticipating these questions in terms of you know shipping how you'll ship where you'll ship uh, what the cost of shipping will be the extent to which you're willing to take on part of that cost and the impact that has on your unit economics is very very important and and that's certainly something that i that i recommend you know all our customers all our merchants and all our partners to, to think about well in advance a, a, a pricing strategy on on shipping and and on returns right and, and returns is also an opportunity because although you return an item it's also part of your customer service so it might not be the correct item that they want because it's the wrong size or wrong color correct um but have making that an easy process and encourage them to order the right item at least you gain your customer because you've already invested in them to a too large extent and it's another way interestingly you know we, we we see that with the return portal at SendCloud. it's another way you know it's another way to activate touch points with the with the consumer so you know to have typically branded emails to have you know uh sms messages uh, so it's an it's another way returns used well is a, is a way to make 
a process that's a little bit complicated for the user. Oh, you know, I didn't get the right shirt or it's the wrong size or there's a button missing. I'm going to put it back in a box. Oh, wow, look, you know, I can, uh, I can have a, a tag in the box. I can, you know, it's super easy to print a tag to affix it. Uh, it's super easy to drop it off at, uh, at my local neighborhood shop or to, you know, order a pickup for it. Uh, wow, look, you know, cool brand, uh, you know, that, that fashion brand, uh, I got, I got another email, an automated return email. So it's, it's really another opportunity for merchants to shine with consumers and to transform a process, you know, a process that is a little bit complicated or a little bit unpleasant into uh, a positive brand touchpoint. Yeah. Let's talk a bit more about the economics because this is great, you know, from the way you explain it. It's like, well, that, why wouldn't you choose a platform like that? But obviously it comes at a cost. It comes at a cost for, to the merchant and eventually for the, uh, for the consumer as well, for the shopper. Can you explain a bit more on, on that? Is it, it, what's the you know, investment that a merchant needs to make in, in connecting, setting this up? And is there an added cost per order? Does it make sense if, for example, you don't if you ship goods that's, you know, average basket value of more than $100 or euros, you know, at what point does the economics make sense? Yeah, I, I like the economics because I originally trained as an economist uh, before before landing in, in, in tech and, and doing all of this. But I, I, I always encourage merchants to think about, you know, the economics of their business and to think about the unit economics. So I'd be remiss if I gave you general thresholds. I think it's kind of difficult to think those. The, the best a uh, piece of advice that you can give a merchant is really look at the unit economics of your business, right? So if you're if you're priced to produce, let's say you make forks, uh, if you're producing forks, you know that cost you uh, uh, four dollars to produce, and you know you're selling those at eight. Uh, at some points, you know you've, it's an easy calculation, you know, of margin. Your margin is uh, uh, is half of that. So working back from that, you know, look at the things that are a cost. And look at the things that, you know, you can deduct from your cost while still making a profit while offering a better consumer experience. If you think that above, you know, a card value, let's say that someone is ordering a set of forks, you know, to keep uh, with our our, uh, our example of forks, um, you know, you have a little apartment, you've got uh, usually yourself, your partner and three guests coming over for dinner. So that's five. Um, eight times five, uh, I'm counting in French because I'm Swiss French. So, you know, counting comes easier to me when I do my math in French. So that's about 40. Uh, if at 40, you know, that, that psychological threshold is, is okay, where you can still charge for shipping, then you're okay. You know, you're still in the money, still making a profit. If suddenly, you know, you order double that because you're having a big dinner party, that's a much bigger cart. The consumer expects free shipping, you know, do the calculation, take that out of your margin. If you're still, you know, making a turning a profit on your product, it's actually well worth in offering that free shipping to the consumer. So really, you know, for the merchant, you know your business well, you know your products well, you know your cost of production, you know your margins, anticipate that shipping question and, and think a little bit about those, you know, psychological thresholds at which the consumer expects free shipping. Difficult to give you standard numbers, but, you know, look uh, at your business, which, you know, you know better than anyone being the merchant. Hey, Bob WP dropping in to give a shout out to today's pod friend. Every site you build has a potential to be fast and secure. With A2 e-commerce hosting, it's understood that your client's store is running 24-7 and that speed is critical to keep both you and your client happy. As you have heard a number of times from guests here, performance is key when it comes to your client's blue shops. A2 Hosting's VPS and dedicated turbo plans will make you a shining star when it comes to your clients. They even have a one-click deployment for Woo sites that need an easy alternative. Their enhanced security won't keep yourself or your clients awake at night 
and they have promised a no-hassle money-back guarantee. So consider A2 Hosting for your next client project at a2hosting.com and let's get back into the show. So the uh, developer freelancer that helps you with your with your e-commerce or with your WooCommerce site suggests because the shipping real, rules have become so complicated that they would like to convince the, the merchant or their client to start using a shipping automation platform. What, what are the sort of conversation points that freelancers, agencies can have, should have with the, with the customer? I think you've touched on a few others, but maybe you can... Um, Elaborate a little bit more on that. No, absolutely. Um, I, I think the first thing to think about is if, if you're a freelancer or if you're a developer, you know, you know how to help a merchant build their homepage and, and build, you know, uh, that backend and build a front. There's a lot of things you know how to do. I, I would imagine that not a lot of people know, you know, about logistics and shipping. So that's the first thing, right? You start with something that's complex for you. How are you going to help, you know, your, your customer, um, figure it out, understanding if you're not really a, a subject matter expert? So, at that point, I think if you recognize that, you know, there's a knowledge gap, um, I think it's, you know, that's when you should turn and, and quite early on for the reasons that you described before, right? I mean, thinking about conversion and the impact it has, you should turn to, um, you know, a, a shipping solution um, and a shipping aggregator. And typically a shipping aggregator makes sense because um, you give uh, consumers choice and we all know that what consumers most want, it's what we were saying before, is choice, right? They want to be able to pay with a preferred uh, payment method uh, immediately at checkout. They want to be able to find the best uh, shipping methods and best carriers uh, in less than a couple of seconds at checkout as well. Um, so that's super important. And these touch points that, you know, as a developer, as a freelancer, you want to advise your, your customer on and say, hey, you know, look at SendCloud. SendCloud is super cool because it allows you to do a, a couple of things. I think is first of all, save time. Um, you know, a little, a little factoid here, which I think is super relevant. Uh, we've seen across our user base and we've got 25,000 uh, customers in Europe now. We've been around for 10 years. Uh, SendCloud users save an average of seven minutes per parcel shipped. Think about that, right? If you're a small shop, you know, that's, that's, that's relevant. If you're a medium-sized or large shop, seven minutes per parcel is enormous in terms of what you can do, especially if you've grown from, you know, the kitchen of your apartment. Uh, so let's say that you've got a warehouse or that you work with a, a warehouse management system. If you've got high, high volumes, that seven minutes per parcel is absolutely enormous in terms of efficiency game. The second thing is it sounds, you know, basic, but is lower costs. Uh, if you ship with a platform like ours, because, you know, we focus on the shipping and we have a lot of volume from all the merchants that we have, we negotiate better rates with the carrier companies. So you can ship on our pre-negotiated rates and, and save some money, or you can upload your own contract. If you've got a contract that beats yours, you can upload it into the platform and, you know, you still get that, that efficiency gain it, and you do everything through an easy, an easy to use platform. Those are pretty convincing uh, arguments, I must say. <laughs> so it's well worth to, um, to, to have this conversation before you even uh, launch the site and, uh, and not have it as an afterthought in, in a couple of months' time. It's like, okay, what, what else can we do to optimize it? Um, so uh, going back to sort of WooCommerce as a platform, you integrated various other e-commerce platforms. What do you see as the, 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 the power that WooCommerce offers um, and how you integrate with it? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think a, a lot of different things. I think first of all, you know, the uh, the product itself, WooCommerce as as an e-commerce solution, is very powerful. Um, it's uh, beautiful. Uh, it's simple enough, but it's also complex. Uh, it's modular. Um, you know, the navigation is great. The UI is great. The UX is great. 
Um, so I think there's a reason why, you know, you power, I think the, 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 the insane statistic is more than uh, 29% of, uh, of shops worldwide using e-commerce technology are powered by, by WooCommerce. And again, Ronald here, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but, but, you know, you're by far the market leader and there's a reason for that, right? Again, for all the reasons I described, you know, merchants, merchants love, you know, WooCommerce. And I think, you know, uh, WooCommerce's ability of surfacing, various pain points for the merchant relatively early on is also super powerful. So typically looking at shipping, which is, you know, what we're discussing today, uh, when you sign up for a WooCommerce shop, you're triggered to do a couple of things, including a shipping task list, task list, uh, where, you know, you're, you're, you know, cued as a merchant to think early on about, uh, shipping for your store. Uh, and I think that's, that's super powerful. And that's one of the reasons why, again, merchants, uh, come to WooCommerce again and again, uh, for these type of, you know, product innovations. I'm glad to see that that uh, shipping is taking more prominent part in in that WooCommerce site building. Um, I think maybe also because I'm referring to some of these um, from my from my own experience that shipping can be a little bit of an afterthought because there are shipping rules, you know, out of the box within just WooCommerce um, as, a, as a plugin. Um, so seeing that as part of a, a task list where you have different options of, of integration partners is, um, you know, is, is a good way to introduce shipping early on to, to any new store and also later on. On those shipping rules, Ronald, you know, you, that's something that you can do out of the box with WooCommerce and that's something that then you can turbocharge. So typically we've got a shipping rules, you know, feature as well. I mean, it's one of the more prominent features in, in, in you know, in SendCloud. And again, that, that allows you to, to do, you know, something. It's you put work on autopilot, right? You spend less time and resources on processing orders. Uh, you automate those that repetitive work you by customizing your shipping rules, and then you just print your labels in bulk in just a few clicks, and you put them, you know, slap them on the boxes, and and send your your parcels to to uh, to happy customers. So again, that that component, right, in WooCommerce native, and then you know WooCommerce plus SendCloud, uh, putting that work on autopilot uh, and allowing the merchant to focus on on you know what they really want to do and love to do uh, is super important. Yeah, but Wilson. You and I, we've, we've talked in the past about the ecosystem of WooCommerce, and, but it is a difficult ecosystem to enter because it's not one hosted platform where, let's say, WooCommerce would have access to every single merchant that's hosted on that platform, particular platform. Um, so being part of this, this ecosystem can be tricky. What's, been your, ex- what's your experience been um, you know, making a name and getting some sort of established business in, within WooCommerce and WordPress? Yeah. Well, I think, I think first and foremost, it, it's simply a must. So, you know, it, it's interesting that you guys at, you know, at, uh, at, at Woo have, um, you know, say this. You're like, okay, it's a little bit tricky to get into, et cetera, but it's a must, right? I mean, uh, merchants want it. Um, you know, developers and freelancers are good at it as well. So, so being present in that Woo ecosystem is, is an absolute must, right? Uh, simply <clears throat> it's a, it's a necessity of the market. And working back from that, why is it a necessity in the market? We were discussing it before because it works. It works well. So for us as, as SendCloud, you know, um, uh, historically our, our integration with WooCommerce, uh, is core, uh, in terms of, um, how we're built as a company. Uh, of course, as a, as a shipping solution provider, integrations with, uh, with e-commerce solutions is a must. Uh, and our integration with WooCommerce right from when we started, uh, 10 years ago has always been core. We actually, Call you know our most important integrations uh, core and 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 all of the work on them is done uh, at SendCloud in house by our integrations team uh, and WooCommerce historically has always been a core integration for us. Yeah, that's great to hear. And 
Yeah, I, I refer to it as being tricky. I think it's I'm not quite sure if that's the right word, but it is. It's a balanced, you know, approach you need to have when being part of that ecosystem. You need to be aware of the freelancers and how agencies operate, and there isn't a direct route to setting setting up a store. And that's also the powerful thing because everybody owns their own data. If it's on self-hosted, oh, well, you own your own data. Um, you can you can self-host it, and Understanding that that journey that that you know emphasized with with anybody who's starting a store out on on WooCommerce is a is a great start of that. As you think about where uh, WooCommerce is heading, and you know in in the world of the very competitive e-commerce platforms, what what is your predicted? What's your sort of gut feeling there? Well, I have a sense that, you know, again, you, you got to where you are because, yes, maybe tricky, but, you know, great product, uh, a product that, um, that, you know, merchants and organizations and companies uh, come back to again and again, a product that's, uh, that's modular uh, and a product, you know, to, to speak to that, to that community. Um, I think the, the community around, you know, WooCommerce and the WordPress environment is quite unique. Uh, in terms of what WordPress powers, who WordPress powers, uh, and the same thing for, for WooCommerce. So I think, um, in actual fact, you know, that, that community, uh, and, the, and that, and that I'd like to actually call it, you know, community driven ecosystem, but really that community driven ecosystem is super, super powerful. And I only see that, you know, as, as continuing to be the case. Fundamentally, we're seeing that in every corners of the business and every corners of WooCommerce, uh, you want to go where friends, families, uh, people who you've worked with recommend that you should go, right? Uh, and I think that, you know, recommendation engine that you get through that community-driven ecosystem in the WordPress and, and WooCommerce Galaxy is super powerful. Um, and I think it's going to continue, uh, it's going to continue being the case. Yeah. Um, you shared earlier, you, you'll be attending WordCamp Europe, which is uh, around the corner. Um, have you been to WordCamp before? No, my first. I'm very excited. I've been uh, I've been yeah. in uh, I've been in tech for a long time. It's uh, it's not my first rodeo in in, uh, in e-commerce uh, as well. I'm well familiar with uh, with Woo and with WordPress. I think I've been I, I built my first uh, WordPress uh, site uh, something completely private about 15 years ago. Uh, so I've I've been you know a part of this community for a long time, but I've actually never been to a WordCamp. Uh, so I'm very, very excited about attending that later. Uh, well, actually, no, uh, next month. Yeah, no, it, it'll be so fascinating. I mean, you said that uh, WordPress is, is huge. I mean, 40 plus percent of the world is powered by WordPress. And um, with all those, with that as an access for to WooCommerce that um, and enables people to, uh, you know, set up their own store wherever they are in the world and, you see this as a, an open source community where everybody's contributing towards that and investing their own personal time, businesses investing in resources and plugins and solutions to to build that up. Seeing that all come together in real life at a, at a WordCamp, especially at a contributor day, um, is is it still gives me goosebumps to see a hall with hundreds and hundreds of people all so focused, having these conversations of all the problems that you can solve. And then at the end of the day, you know, code has been um, pushed, um, the solutions, new solutions have been uh, discovered. It, it, it's just such a powerful phenomenon. And so I hope that when you go there, you also experience that. It's it's really 
I get a lot of energy out of that. Personally. Well, we're actually we're gonna I'm gonna be there for contributor day for for the first time, so I'm 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 very excited. Uh, yeah, just observe. It's it's just uh, incredible. Yeah, and then of course you have the the conference after that with speakers, with sponsors, and so on. Yeah, I know it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be different from anything else. Right? Again, I, I can imagine. You know that that you know a, a, a traditional trade show. So the equivalent to that with people who contribute to that ecosystem, just all sitting together in a big conference center uh, and just you know, uh, hashing out ideas and solutions, uh, I think is incredible. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, nice. Um, so you, 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 you shared earlier that you've, uh, you started a, a WordPress site uh, 15 years ago. Um, is that still going? Is that still active? Uh, I, actually, I, I let it lapse a couple of years ago. I, I used it as a, I used it as a, yeah, the first time I wanted to try my hands at building a website. It's funny that you say, you know, it's a little bit tricky. Uh, but I, uh, my first port of call was WordPress. So it's not, uh, it's not going anymore. Um, it's not live anymore. It's not published. Uh, I still have my account. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's not been published for a couple of years. Yeah. And with, um, with, with, what you do, you, you obviously see so many different businesses succeed and maybe a few fail as well. If you were to set up your own store, have you got any idea what you would like to set up? Do you have a, a sort of a passion, something on the side like, oh, if only I, I had the time to do this? What would you yeah, do? yeah, that's a really good question. So uh, uh, I'm, uh, my wife and I actually, um, I'm, uh, I'm blessed to be married to a, a, lovely, uh, a lovely Argentine uh, lady and we have a passion for coffee. Um, and as a, as a side hustle, as a side business, we've been dreaming for years of opening uh, a little uh, a little coffee uh, and of being able to roast uh, actually our own coffee, so a micro roastery as well. Um, so I think that's what I would open on on my uh, on my Wukong. My Wukong would be uh, um, the store for my uh, for my micro roastery. Great. Um, thank you so much for your time, Wilson. It's been really interesting talking to you and. Uh, I've learned that conversation with the merchant and thinking big scale economics of what shipping, what part of that, uh, the economics it solves. And it's an investment. It's an investment in your business, in your customer and eventually growth. Uh, that's been fascinating to see that or hear that again once more. Thank you so much for your time, Wilson. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Ronald. Thanks for having me. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun and uh, let's do it again soon. Hey everyone, Bob WP here again, and I hope you've enjoyed this and the future of these series. As we move along, we'll find even more golden nuggets that you can take away as a developer. Now before you go ahead and hit that stop button, one more shout out to A2 Hosting and their dedication to helping you build fast and secure sites for your clients at a2hosting.com. And as Ronald and Wilson were talking about, yes, WordCamp Europe is around the corner. I'm going to be there. I believe a few of my co-hosts will be there as well. So make sure and connect with me. Now let's have a chat, a little bit of a conversation. I will have my Do The Woo stickers as long as I don't forget them. So until the next time, keep on doing the woo.